do you remember how obvious of an investment it seemed like Tesla was? I mean, here you have a digital age, a new era, where every government, well, a lot of governments, are slowly pushing toward a more climate conscious, a more fuel efficient future where electric cars are the only things they want on the road. I mean, Joe Biden is trying to commit to going, what is it, like 50% electric by 2035. All of our trends are heading towards electric cars. Yet three years ago, we were wondering if Tesla was even a viable company. It's, it's just so funny being an investor because in the last two years, Tesla has absolutely exploded as a stock. And it just seems like the only sensible thing to do would have been to buy call options and literally spend your whole bank account on it. And ride that 1000x wave up. But for some reason, before the move actually happens, there is always the natural hesitation that this is the right thing to do. I think that's what really makes Gary V as an investor so special. You see, because he's not on the Forbes, you know, top 100 richest people of all time, people don't really consider Gary V as one of the greatest investors of all time. They don't consider him one of the greatest businessmen of all time. Because he doesn't have a billion dollar net worth. But I think that is where it requires a deeper look to look at what he's really doing. Because the only thing that's realistically separating Gary Vee from the upper echelon of investing and business prowess is his refusal so far to take on massive amounts of either you know, public financing, where that comes from, like the stock markets, or just massive amounts of hedge fund monies, like some of these real billion dollar hedge funds, um, I guess, savants do. But make no mistake, Gary Vee in his first bits of his career, he has been just on fire. I mean, before really Silicon Valley had that massive comeback, I mean, Gary Vee was down there. He got out more than like 50% of his savings. And could you imagine spending 50% of your savings on anything today? I mean, with the volatile market we're in, you could see that dip 20, 30% before you even see it go up. And Gary Vee was so willing to do that on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr right out of the gate. Like, talk about just being on it and prepared to just have an absolute conviction on your investments. So I think when I say things like, Gary V is the next Jeff Bezos, I can feel you, Flaker. I can feel you pulling back a little bit on me. Because you're thinking there's a bit of a hesitation to even come close to a sort of comparison like that. But make no mistake... What Gary Vee is slowly building up should really have a deep dive taken into. So I've taken the past three months off 
past two months off because I had to learn, man. I had to go in, get in the weeds and really understand what was doing, what was happening. And you'll notice one of my last podcasts that I really had was around NFTs and around Gary V releasing his own NFT called V Friends. Now, of course, for those of you that know, NFT, digital asset, um, non-fungible token, everything's one of one proof that you own this digital thing, only you, and it's not interchangeable like money, it's unique like a collectible. Gary V released his own NFT, 10,000 NFTs, uh, 268 unique characters, uh, kind of animal-based themes, monster-based theme, and they all gave access to his VFriend conference, and I remember going into buying it, and it just, everything on paper just seemed so right. It just seemed like it made so much sense, but for me, I bought one. It was a Patient Pig Rare Edition, and it cost me around uh, $6,600 Canadian dollars. Now, when I bought it, everything in my body was telling me, Fly Studio Man, you should be buying as much of these as you can. But even as the uneducated investor that I am, I couldn't bring myself to buy more. It's been the first two, three months, and returns on those VFriends have 10 x I'm going to be real with you, Flight Crew, I never saw it coming. Never saw it coming. I thought, like, my projections was like, hmm, this is going to sell for around 10 million market cap. I could see this VFriends in total being worth a billion market cap in 10 years. I could see it. But a 10x within the first three months? I mean, another 10x, you're at the, you know, you're at the, uh, I don't know, the over the 100 million market cap for sure. That's for sure. So seeing how much already the prices have appreciated on these VFriends, these digital assets, I think we're starting to see why Gary V has potential to be one of the greatest ever. Because at the floor of what NFTs are possibly doing, you see Gary V inserting himself in the conversation and arguably positioning himself to have quite possibly in the next biggest technology, like NFTs is like NFTs, Ethereum, blockchain. This is the next internet. Gary V is positioning himself like how Amazon positioned themselves with going into Web 2.0 as, you know, the number one e-commerce player, Gary Vee is pushing, positioning himself to be the number one person or one of the top people in the NFT conversation when we're moving to this Web 3.0 world. And what makes, what is so impressive about this whole move is the fact that even with me listening to Gary Vee for the last eight years, I thought it was so ballsy of him to put his reputation on the line coming out with his NFT projects. Now, if you haven't been following NFTs because maybe you're a traditional stock person like most of us on this podcast are, you would know that when it comes to NFTs, when it comes to crypto, crypto, either your project makes your people who invest money in it millionaires or it's a scam. There's no in between. Either people who put money in become millionaires or your project is deemed a scam that's basically the threshold of are you a legitimate business person or not 
And for Gary V, literally to put his reputation on the wrist, to come out with this NFT project, that his loyal fan base, people, a lot of them, you know, obviously he has his rich friends and his rich fans, but a lot of these people aren't ballers. Like, I would be surprised if a lot of these people didn't even have $100,000 net worths that are buying these tokens that are literally $5,000. Like, this is clearing out some people's savings account. This is running up a lot of people's credit cards. And people are going out because Gary Vee has built so much good press and good feelings and good animosity between his base that he got his own network, risked it all on the line to buy and invest in his NFT projects. Now, the thing that made me so excited about this project for Gary Vee specifically is because he's been telling you his billion dollar playbook from the very beginning. I kid you not, NFTs are the ultimate manifestation of every single thing Gary Vee has been saying. What he's always wanted to do and why he made a personal decision. Now remember, my thesis, Gary Vee is the best investor of all time. What does every single investor do? They start a hedge fund, they get hedge fund money, they get all of these fancy people or, you know, they start some sort of venture capital fund. They get all these fancy people, loan them tons of money. Gary Vee starts managing around $500 million and whatever IPOs he backs, whether that's a Coinbase that he already invests in because Gary Vee is an angel investor, whether that's, you know, some sort of dating app that comes out, he would just invest in it and a bunch of people would pull their money along and he would just get rich off of getting 20% off of his total fund. Like, that's the obvious choice to becoming a billionaire really fast. Now, what did Gary Vee do? The person who's already investing, he's already making these investments anyway. He could have made so much money with just people tagging along his investments. He didn't like the venture capital model of, like, only 20% of your investments being successful, the other 80% failing. He didn't just like the feeling of that. What did Gary do? He started one of the hardest business ever. A client-based business where he's talking to customers, talking to clients, basically bought himself a boss. A guy that didn't have a boss bought himself a boss, made his clients his boss, and all of a sudden he's doing digital marketing for all of the different companies that we know today. What makes this so special is because Gary took the less economics today because he thought, if I built a machine, a beast, that's the X media that he's built, that can digitally market any product I want, then he can buy a company like Skechers for the cheap, like The Gap for the cheap, on a recession like the one that just happened, and using his media beast, his platform, once he buys it and owns most of its shares, he can build it up by pumping out digital social um, marketing on all the platforms, Snapchat, TikTok, YouTube, and market this company up to $100 billion market cap and get a nice percentage of that for himself. But would he have ever guessed that something even better has come along? Instead of buying someone else's IP, with the release of NFTs, it's given Gary Vee a chance 
to build up his own IP. And if you're not seeing the vision yet, where Spider-Man started as a drawing, you know, Mickey Mouse started as an idea in some person's room, right? All of these, you know, Harry Potter started as a book. All of these IPs had to start somewhere. And with NFTs as simply almost like a crowdsourcing vehicle for intellectual property, for the next 50 to 100 years, it's very possible that all of the intellectual property that started, all of it, every single one, every single character that means something for the next 100 years, maybe not all of it, let's say 50% of them will start as NFT. And now you're seeing the genius of NFTs because if you could have bought Spider-Man on day one, if you could have bought Mickey Mouse on day one, what would your life look like? <laughs> think about think about how much money as an investor, as just a consumer of a product that would make you. And NFTs literally switches the balance, switches that fine line between consumer and investor, and all of a sudden, all consumers are now investors. And Gary V is right on the brink of that massive shift and that massive innovation in the culture. And as always, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. That's because the uneducated investor, they never stop learning. What do you think? Do you think Gary V is the next Jeff Bezos? Do you think NFTs are here to stay or they're just a fad that's going to crash and die out? Let me know. It's at Fly Stew on Twitter and we, Flight Crew, have to take off.